0: This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope.
1: A-A-W-R, Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello,
2: our dear friend.
3: welcome you to our maiden edition in his image this program has its roots deeply connected to Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 where it talks about God creating man in his image this program is full of information full of education and full of advice about how best men we can live our life in the image of God on this planet I promise you it's going to be inspiring and insightful and you will never want to miss it and to help me to have this fruitful discussion I have my able panelists seated so I'll go to them to introduce themselves but I'll start from you
4: Asamo Alexander is my name uh, I am a finance person by training I currently work with multimedia Kumasi division in Ghana and uh, we can I promise our viewers, as well as our listeners, that this meeting edition will be very, very inspi- ins- insightful, and they should watch out as we go through the program.
2: My name is Kobno Sante. I'm a family physician by training, hospital director, and I invite you to an engaging journey.
5: Yeah, I am Benjamin I'm an uh, urban planner by profession. Um, I hope that these few days that we have with you um, for this maiden edition, um, all of us are going to enjoy.
3: I welcome you gentlemen, and I am your host, Kofi Asante. I will start with you. You see, the topic that we are going to discuss today is Christ as the head of man. And we've all heard heard the name Jesus Christ from our infancy. So when we talk about Jesus Christ the question will be who is indeed this Jesus Christ
5: okay um, Jesus Christ um, for those of us who have the Bible as our main resource book um, we are uh, told to believe and in fact it did happen that um, the parents of jesus christ uh, mary joseph and before he was born um, angels came to prophesize the name and they gave the name to the parents that the son will be called jesus christ and that he will be the redeemer of the world but uh, furthermore if you go into the bible um, and you go to genesis chapter one where creation started um, we read that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth. And God said, "Now we need to uh, interrogate to see which among the Godhead, because um, we we believe that Jesus Christ is one is one of the Godhead." Um, there are three persons. Um, we have got the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. We believe that Jesus Christ is God, um, the Son, and we believe that it was Jesus Christ who was the active agent in creation. John chapter one, um, verse one says, um, um, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." So that Word that um, was Jesus Christ.
3: Okay, thank you, Elder. Then I'll come to you, Doc is
2: your take who is jesus now it's interesting that that's a question that he himself asked while he was on earth he asked the disciples that who do you see that i am and there were as many answers as disciples but the answer that he picked as the correct answer coming from where ben took ended up was that he was a Christ, the anointed one, the one sent by God to restore the world. And so Christ is the express image of God. He is the one in whom all things live and move and have their being. He is the one in whom and through whom all things were created. And in him all things hold together and consist. So this Jesus was not just an ordinary man. Okay. This Jesus was God revealed to man. That's Jesus. Thank
3: you. And you take the okay. cross.
4: I think basically the two panelists have done justice to the definition of who Jesus is. And I think that, uh, just to add something small, uh, he's a person, some may describe him as God in a human form. Okay. Yes, God in a human form. So, just as uh, uh, our dear brother Ejeni made mention, he is God. Okay. Dog has also made mention. He was also part of creation. So God in a human form. That's the best description I, I may define Jesus.
3: Okay. Thank you for the meaning giving. Now we are going to tackle the main subject, and I'll start from you. You see, now we talk about Christ as the head of man. So when we say Christ as the head of man, as said in First Corinthians 11, what does it really mean?
5: Well, what does First Corinthians 11 says? Um, you quoted right on the spot. Um, first Corinthians 11 um, um, says, But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Christ as the head of man uh, basically means we come from Him, okay. our origin. Okay is from him okay our being is from him our everything our personality is from him in essence he is our source the same as our origin yes
3: so with what you just said is he the head of man of a certain group of people or he is the head of man of every
5: he is the man of every creation, everyone one who was, who is born man, not of a certain group. Of course, um, uh, some people might not um, agree to his 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 godship, okay. um, but he is, from what we know from scriptures, he is the head of every man, not for any um a particular group of people, people? but every man yeah. so it's not for only christians not at, not at all he is for everyone christ says he came to the world to save all all right and 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 he created us all and um, he he wants to redeem us all he wants to save us all yeah. so he is not specifically for a targeted group of people but everyone
3: okay thank you elder So the next question will be, we all know the purpose of Jesus Christ on this planet, and we know his mission. Elder, can you help us by elaborating on the mission of Jesus Christ on this planet?
2: Dear friend, as we learned the foundation of our study, it is in his image. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. So that was the original purpose of creation. Unfortunately, man fell from that higher and exalted status as the steward of God through sin and through the fall. And so the world as we see it now since then is a result of brokenness and the chaos that comes from disobeying God. But God did not leave man to die in their sin, but he established a plan of restoration. And so the purpose of Jesus Christ is to restore man to that image okay. of God. That is the purpose of Jesus, oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. To restore man to that image of God that was intended to be in the beginning. And some writers, even outside the Bible, have, 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 have made allusion to this. As one writer says, God made man in his image a little lower than the angels, but sin has improved man to be a little better than devils. And so, the purpose of Jesus Christ is to restore man to that image of God so that man can be a worthy expression of who God should be. That is Jesus Christ. So,
3: what was the process of that
2: restoration? And so, as the Bible says, you need to know where you are fallen before you can stand. The fall occurred through sin. And so, if restoration could happen... It could only happen by dealing with the sin problem. Okay, The sin problem had two components. The wages of sin is death. And so having sin, man had to die. If restoration had to take place, death had to be managed. And again, the character of sinfulness, rebellion, that human beings find disobedience easier to come by than obedience, that character also had to be dealt with. And so Jesus had a twofold mission to die to take away the penalty of sin and also to be resurrected so that we would have the power to live above sin to live in the image of God as we were expected to be in the beginning.
3: Okay. So with the restoration, has it been completed or it is still ongoing?
2: It is an ongoing work. Okay. The penalty for sin has been paid on the cross. The work of restoration Is ongoing as we daily walk with Christ, we relearn his image. As the Bible says, that by beholding we become changed, and so as we behold Christ day by day, we are transformed into his very image. And so, by allowing his headship over our lives, we walk with him, and by beholding him, we become changed into his image. And so, by his sacrifice and by his life, we have both victory over sin. We are able to overcome that departure from his image and be in his image. And finally, above all, as we accept his headship, we are restored into who we were created to be in the image of Thank
3: God. You, Doug. you talk about sacrifice. So that will come to you. With a sacrifice our Lord Jesus Christ made for us. What can we learn and put into practice for the benefit of the world?
4: I think that the the word that you use, sacrifice, it means, uh, as we are in this planet and yeah. uh, the one lesson we can learn is to also sacrifice for others. Okay. Uh, because for God so loved the world that He gave, so the giving is sacrifice that God was making to okay. humanity. Okay. So once we are also as God as the head. Then we also have to exhibit that kind of attribute okay. and that the sacrifice. So we need to sacrifice for others also so that they can also uh, have what they
3: intended to do. Thank you very much. But you see, we have to break it down in terms of sacrifice. What manner or what ways does it take? Well, sacrifice takes various forms. Okay. Uh, sacrifice takes
4: various forms. Once you are the head. I I want to look at it from the family lineage. Uh, Once uh, dad is the head of the family, the daddy has to sacrifice for the children, has to sacrifice for the wife, has to sacrifice for all the people who are under under him. That is, he needs to provide for them. And in providing for them, sometimes the daddy has to... How to sacrifice in such a way that if the kids has no eating, he should not eat. Yeah. You see, most often they are not. You know, when we are growing up, most often they are not. Mommy will get into the kitchen, and then the good part of the meat is what they give to daddy. Okay. Uh, but if daddy want to sacrifice, it's a case that needs this. Yeah. So it is the case that daddy has to sacrifice for them so that they can have all the
3: nutrients that needed for them to grow. Okay, thank you very much, elder. Then, um, elder general I'll come to you. You see, we need to develop personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And when we talk about relationship, we know that relationship also creates bonding. And there are so many ways relationships can be created. Relationships can be created based on maybe friendship. It can be created based on maybe financial assistance. It can be created and leads to marriage. But in what manner can we create that Personal and intimate relationship as followers of Christ?
5: Yeah, uh, number one, I believe that you need to accept um, the headship of Christ on your life, you need to accept His leadership in your life you need to accept that he is in control of your life human beings want to be in control of our own life no no one wants anyone to control him right. but if you really want to have a relationship with Christ um, you need to surrender your right and let Christ determine what happens to you. You need to come under his leadership so that whatever he says, you abide by it. Number two, there ought to be constant communication between you and him. Once you accept his lordship and you deny the world, you you deny everything that holds you back, you stop um, sinning and abide by his rules, then the next thing is to have constant communion with, with him. You also have to read your scriptures because he speaks to us through the word the word is him so by reading the scriptures and by studying the scriptures the bible says by beholding we become changed just like him so it's it's, it's a process it's not a day a a one day kind of thing where he fixes us and we are okay no we go through a certain process and we become like him and reflect his character so show me a Christian who go down on his knees to pray who studies the scriptures and I'll show you someone who is reflecting the character of Christ.
3: Thank you very much, Elder. Uh, Elder, there's a question I want to ask about developing the relationship with Jesus Christ. You see, in our part of the world, we believe that followers have discretion. And even in our workplaces, even in this nation, the laws of this nation give followers the right to also express their feelings. So with our relationship with Jesus Christ, do we have the right to express our feeling aside the instructions being given by Jesus Christ?
2: So uh, take it from this point, friends, as men, we typically want to have our own way and our own say, mm-hmm. but it really depends on the nature of the relationship. Okay. And so the way that you would probably have your own say in your home setting will be different from the way you'd have your own say if you are the witness in court, if you are the accused in court, or you are the convict. Mm -hmm. As human beings, our position was of the convicted criminal on death row. Christ has already made his offer, made his part. He is not a tyrant. He says in Isaiah one eighteen, Come let us reason together. Mm But he tells you that I have said before you this life and death, okay. good and evil. Okay. But because I love you, I entreat you to choose life that you may live. Okay. And so, like every other relationship, it is based on trust. It is based on time together. The aspect of trust in human relations is called faith in dealing with Christ. And in faith, it means that you know that he knows best, loves you best, and will give you the best. Psalm 84, 89 verse 5 says that the Lord is a sign and a shield No good thing will he withhold from them That trust him okay. And so yes, we can express ourselves It's called prayer We can speak to God You read the Psalms and many other parts of the Bible And people pour out their sincere sorrows And complaints to the Lord mm-hmm. But ultimately we have to understand That he is king and lord Many people want him as their saviour But not as their lord mm-hmm. But to have the full benefit of Christ You have to accept him both as Savior and as Lord. It means when you have Jesus Christ as your head,
3: you have no discretion. Does it mean that way?
2: It means that you have your discretion, but once you surrender it to Him as Lord, He holds sway over your life. Thank you. And you can surrender yourself to him in that way because you know and trust him that he who will give you even his very life. <laughs> There's no way that when you surrender to him, he will give you anything less than the best. Okay. So trust comes in. Thank you, Lord.
3: So that's more come to you. Does our disobedience to the instructions of Jesus Christ has negative re- replication on him? Yes.
4: Uh, the, the truth is that I think other uh, mid mentioned a perfect um, Bible verse okay. uh, which, which needed much to be expanded. Probably I know that in our future encounter with our listeners okay. will bring them to bear. But the truth is that once you accept somebody as your head, what it simply means that you want the person to direct you. Okay. So, feel what to let the person direct you signifies that you have now decided that the person is no more your head. And now you are now going by your own discretion. And that's one comes with the consequences. So the, the
3: question is, does our disobedience to the instructions of Christ has a negative replication on his mission on this planet? Because when he was leaving, he commissioned the disciples to continue the evangelism. We all understand that. And we know that even every company has its mission. So when employees or followers decide not to adhere to those um, conditions of the company, the possibility that the company will not even achieve its mission is very high. So when Christ was leaving, he commissioned the disciples to continue the job. So the question is, does our disobedience to Christ affect his mission on this planet? Well, per human
4: standard, we may wait that it will affect. But the truth is that he declares that this gospel will have to be getting into the whole world before he comes. So how he does it is his own his own business. And the truth is that, you see, in the era when he was about to get into Jerusalem for crucifixion, when um, the whole... Uh, Nation were making noise that Hosanna, 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 and they were shouting that no, they should keep quiet. He made mention that if they allow these people to keep quiet, he can even raise stones. Yeah, meaning that he would do the impossibility for okay, the message to get into wherever he's supposed to get to. So, if we decided to disobey, he has his own way of ensuring. But the good thing about it. But there's a famous writer who says that God is inviting you and I to just put our hand to the prowl to ensure that things are done to, to his glory.
3: Wow. I've enjoyed the program, and I wish it continued. Unfortunately, time is not on our side. But I believe you've learned something fruitful. All what I have to say is when you make Christ your head, the storms will come. The troubles and the tribulations and the adversities will come. But at the end, you will emerge victor. I thank you for joining us. I had this discussion with my
5: elders.
3: Alexander. And I've been your host, Kufia Sante. Until we meet next week, God richly bless you.
0: We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233 plus You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com You can also write a letter to us using the postal address, Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa.
1: Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds I hands have made, I see the stars, I hear The universe displays, then sings my soul. shouts of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then I shall bow in humble adoration and there God, how great thou art! Then sings my soul. sings my soul
0: We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233-50-15-61849. plus 233-50-15-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address, Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum, Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you.